the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, we are back. We've been having some difficulty technically wise, but we're going to see if we can continue to have a conversation. Let's go to Kiana in San Francisco on line three. Kiana, are you there? Are you able to come up? This is JB. Oh, JV online. Uh, let me see here. JV. Okay. JV. All right. You, oh, JV, you're online too. Are you on? Uh, you don't know. Anyhow. Um, you, I don't know I'm a number, bro. <laughs> How are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Good. Good. What's your thoughts while we're in the midst of this crazy technical difficulty? What's going on? Well, um, I heard what, um, James was saying, and I heard what Misty was saying, and about like, you know, looking at things uh, and wondering if if anybody else is getting it. Um, and I feel that too. I, I, I'm with you, but my my attitude, I think, is we 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 can't stop fighting. I mean, uh, I think that God has, like you said, given us a um, divine restraint for a reason, and I think one of those reasons is we just got to keep. Uh, putting out the word, putting out putting out the gospel, and putting out the truth of what we're seeing, because we never know when it's going to come home to somebody. So, I agree. That's that's one thought is don't give up because we don't if we if we um, you know we walk by faith not by sight you know because when we look at what we see, I see you know a, a bunch of people wearing masks or you know whether you agree with it or not or you know you see people going through the uh, motions, you see people like kind of just kind of it seems like it would appear like people are just kind of um, blasé or or uh, they're they're going along with it. But I still say fight because I think that there's a reason why God has opened up some of our eyes to see this picture, and um, so I'm going to take the ammunition I got. And I'm throwing grenades over to the other side because we're at war. I agree, and I don't. I don't think that. I, I, and I'll be honest with you. I think that there are JB as well as uh, Misty. There are t- tens of millions of people, tens of millions of people across our nation that have had an epiphany. They have wake awakened. They are very clear on the uh, present danger. They are aware of the deep state, they are aware of the spiritual battle. That is not at all a caricature. I, I am absolutely sure if you could take a, a, a massive helicopter and, uh, or even just a satellite and look at the whole of our country, millions and millions and millions of people are actually up in arms and um, ready to do whatever is necessary relative to that very process. So I don't think that they're sleeping in that regard. But in terms of the media, you know how the media works. The way it works is it gives you an appearance that people don't care. It gives you an appearance that the left is winning. It gives you an appearance that there is no hope in what you're doing. But like you said, we don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. 
and we need to continue pressing, continue pressing into uh, thinking globally, acting locally. Thinking globally because the body of Christ is universal, but act locally. Don't don't take off more than you can chew. Exercise your gift, employ your gifts, do what God has called you to do, and we already know it's going to work out the way He wants it to work out. So I agree with you wholeheartedly that we are not going to. not do anything. Even Misty really wasn't saying that. She's a she's been fighting out there in the streets, helping people, evangelizing, doing all kind of stuff for decades. She's she's not one to just quit. So it can be demoralizing, but that's not where we are, man. That's not where we are. So you keep doing what you're doing. We'll all keep doing what we're doing, and uh, we'll wait for the Lord to manifest His glory one way or the other. Thanks for the yeah. call, my brother. Well, okay. Um, can, do I get one more point? <laughs> you can. You get. You got one more point. I'll give you one more point before we shut it down. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't saying at all. Uh, Misty wasn't um, fighting because I, I hear her call in a lot, and I know she is, and I know a lot of people are. Absolutely. But I, I mean, we we all Absolutely. get discouraged. You know, we all get like you know that that you know the devil can get to us. And be like, oh man, you you can't fight. You just give up. And and it's so funny how the ideological subversion, you know, that uh, you 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 talked about uh, Yuri Bezmenov, or uh, I think that's the man's name. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He said. uh, He said the. It's so funny how how much the ideological subversion. It's not funny. It's it's ironic, but not. Uh, the ideological subversion so closely mirrors spiritual warfare and just the attitude of hell, because the number yeah. one uh, stage of is demoralization, which is not only strip us of our morals so that we're more prone to being, um, so we don't have the sort of uh, fortitude to, to, you know, we're more prone to and vulnerable for attack, but to strip us of our morale, which yeah. strips us yeah, of our ability to want to fight back. But I say fight, man. Point. I think God has given us God has given us this divine uh, restraint, like you said, man. And so I say, uh, as far as COVID goes, because you never know who's listening, uh, do you know about the Great Barrington Declaration? Um, I heard about it. I don't know it in detail. Okay, well, you know, uh, I'll, 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 I'll jump off the line so that other people can talk, but I say look it up, I'll, everybody. I will because it's about it's science, and uh, I say you know they say follow the science, but I say uh, follow the scientific method because science is just there. It's like the science that they want us to follow is heresy. It's a heretical. Agreed. It's a heretical Agreed. science, but if you follow the uh, the the authentic scientific method, you're going to be just fine. So I'm a, I'm gonna jump off the line. Merry Christmas, everybody. I love you. You too, my brother. Indeed, we love you too. Let me now, let me see if I can catch up with my sister in San Francisco. Let's see if we can catch up with Kiana before the break, if that's possible. It's Kiana there. Oh, hi, Pastor Jesse. Hey, what's going on? Hi, I was calling because I I saw an article like two days ago, and I was um, wanted to call and let you know, because we were talking about the vaccine last week. Right. You know, all this there's all this pressure to take something that you don't know what's in it. You don't know what they're doing um, to the vaccines. You don't know any of that. But did you know that the big pharmaceutical companies um, 
have a like basically like a whole a hold harmless clause or their liability they're not liable if anything if anybody suffers any like life threatening or severe um reactions to the vaccine and I, I that is no, like I, I immoral that. and like it's so ethically wrong i'm like you guys are pre- you're pressuring people into into taking something that you guys just rushed and did you don't know what's in it it's not going to stop anybody else from ever getting covid but then you don't want to be liable for anything that happens to the people that take it but then you want to like make it mandatory in some um in some um industries it's just, well it's, it's going to actually it's so gonna, interesting it's gonna, i'm just like really Mm-hmm. No, it's going to become mandatory for particular like, kinds of workers. That was busy, and people need to pay attention. Right, that's true. Well, it's going to be mandatory for certain people. Um, that whole universal mandatory thing is going to be fought by a lot of people because a lot of people know that it's unconstitutional to mandate something of that nature. It just doesn't. Even the uh, Supreme Court has already. Uh, made that assessment, but people are going to take it out of compliance. They're going to take it out of fear. They're going to take it out of wanting to keep their jobs. They're going to take it out of um, just a rote kind of sheeple mentality. But you're right. What has been stated factually, and the government has supported, this is where we just basically plop this whole new agenda down in the hand of the government. The government has basically given the three main pharmaceutical industries carte blanche to produce this vaccine and to disseminate it to billions of people around the world without any kind of reprimand on their part. That will never occur. They don't have to worry about consequences because now it's going to be an on-the-job experience. In other words, what would have taken two to five to ten years of experimentation is now inherent in the passing out of the dosage. And they know that there are going to be injuries because there always are. We talked about this last week, but no one will be able to actually gain reprisal. There won't be any, uh, any, any outpay if there is a long-term, long-lasting uh, immune deficiency uh, manifestation, which could take five years, could take 10 years, et cetera. We all know that. Those of us who are aware of the implications of this, we fully know this. It's sad, but that's where we are in this pandemic. That's where we are in this propaganda piece relative to, to, to the COVID virus. And, and, and we need to, we need to actually, you know, continue to exercise our constitutional rights to, um, to speak out. That's really what, what some people are recognizing. You just got to say no, and you got to challenge it, and we got to get our authorities to help us challenge it and, and begin to um, do what should have been done in the first place, have it, in, have it fully investigated, have it fully uh, evaluated to determine whether or not um, the vaccines are really truly safe versus them just simply telling us it's safe, 90% safe, when we haven't even done enough testing to confirm that. This is the big problem with with that vaccine right now, along with the other things you may mention. That is, we don't really know the contents that are in it because they're not explicitly laying that out. Now, you can go online and do your own research. You can find out what's in the vaccines in all three major companies, Moderna. Uh, there's another, there are two others that don't come to mind real quickly, and, but um, Pfizer and then 
one more company as is well it, that just got it on board. Is it not Purdue, is it, or something? Well, I know it's Pfizer it's, and, and Moderna. Moderna Another one will come like up, a but they, third one or something. Right. Now, they are all doing something slightly different, although they're using the mRNA methodology to, to, to actually uh, get, get this uh, vaccine going into people's systems so that you can create your own kind of uh, immunity against it. But it's very sketchy, and they're not promising anything, and that's the sad, sad reality about the world succumbing to a kind of political authority without uh, without this being tested in, uh, in in a in a controlled context, the sad thing this is all about control of, of the people, and we have to just be careful not to succumb to it. Listen, I got to take a hard break. Thank you for the call, Kiana. We'll come. What's that? Okay, good. To win, Nate, are you there? Nate. Oh, great. All right, excellent. All right, and you can talk to me, man. This is, it doesn't matter. Let me then go to line number one and talk with Mark in Pleasant Hill. Mark in Pleasant Hill, are you there? Hello? Hi, who is this? Hi, this is Dreema. Good evening, Pastor Jesse. Hi, Dreema. How are you? I'm great. Pastor Jesse, I really appreciate the callers tonight and, and, and the subjects and the things they're talking about because yes, I just ma'am. feel like this has been so much on my heart lately, uh, and I've got to confess that I am I am guilty in, in getting caught up in my own life over the years and, and thinking that wearing the right T-shirts and putting some pro-life, pro-God uh, uh, stickers on my car is, is, you know, I'm doing my job. And in uh, God, because he's so gracious, you know, he has been uh, schooling me and the Holy Spirit is just helping. And, and uh, pastors like yourself who are bold and, and preach the word and also uh, talk common sense and, and, and make yes, us to yeah. be, uh, you know, involved in the world. We, the people involved, I, I just, you know, so I just have to say, what am I doing? You know, that's what God's saying. What am I doing? The church we're talking about the church isn't speaking up. Everybody else is in the streets. But what's the church saying? What's the believers who have already, you know, that are saved, that are by the grace of God have already been saved? Yeah. What are we doing? Because yeah. we know that God wants many to be saved. That's that's what he does. But it's his work. And he, God does yeah. the work. We just need to be listening and, and doing the work. We hear that in, you know, in John 16. And, and it's just it's just absolutely imperative that we, the church, you know, get on our knees and ask for forgiveness and and just roll up our sleeves and get out there, you know. I mean, I ran into a family today at the grocery store. You know, it's crazy out there right now, right? Um, and sure I is. just said, hey, and that just and they just get in their car, and I stepped aside so they could get it in their car. Okay, so no problem, no problem. I said, you know, we're all stressed out here. It's crazy right now. And it was something like, but thank God, you know, I'm saved and I've got the Lord in my life and, and everything's going to work out. And the family, all three of them in unison almost said, oh, we needed to hear that word today from God. <laughs> Amen. And, you know, and that is just a blessing. I mean, you know, I don't have to be as learned as you are, Pastor. Thank God that you have done the study and the hard work. But I'll tell you what, God can use us all, because as one of the callers said earlier, we all have our gifts, 
and we've got to stop hiding them under a bushel, like the song says. And I just wanted to say hi to everybody out there and just uh, thank you so much for uh, the call-ins tonight. Merry Christmas. Absolutely. Merry Christmas to you, Dreamer, as well. There's no doubt about that, and I'm looking forward to to the rest of the calls. But let me say what I was saying to uh, JB and Ronan Park was think globally. Always think about the body of Christ as a whole. Don't get trapped in your own self. This is where you will end up doing nothing. Always think about the body at large. God saved you for the healing of the body, edification of the body, strengthening of the body, encouragement of the body. And that body includes those who are saved and those who are yet to be saved, obviously. Look what Dreamer did. She took a moment to actually open her mouth and declare the glory of God in a very uh, in a very uh, non-incidental way, and it was an encouragement to people. That is what the enemy definitely doesn't want you to do. He doesn't want your light to shine. He doesn't want you to talk about Jesus. He doesn't want you to exalt Christ. And to the degree that we don't let our light shine, don't talk about Jesus, don't uh, exalt the Son of God, he wins. That's the battle that's going on. It's as simple as that. That's what we have to continue to do uh, to encourage the truth, and then to collaborate, do what we're doing now on the Monday show, gather together, talk about it. This is not costing us anything right now. It might down the line, but not right now. So we get to encourage one another and build one another up in our most holy faith. Let me talk to Mark in Pleasant Hill if Mark is on the line. If not, let me talk to Regina. Is anyone there for me to talk to? Uh, do we have anybody to talk to, Nate? Hello? Uh, give me somebody. Hello, who is this? Ken in San Jose. Okay. Oh, this is Ken. All right. What's going on, Ken? Okay, Pastor Jesse. So I wanted to get your take also on a vaccine issue, um, th- that namely the fact that um, – this virus has mutated such that in Britain there's this, a strain which uh, they're apparently unable to address with this uh, vaccine. Also, another one appearing in South Africa. This is a huge issue. They're downplaying it. What is your take on the on the whole um, problem with flu vaccines in general, which is the thing, not just this flu, but others uh, mutate so fast that what you get is the vaccine against the last year's flu or six months ago flu and not the current edition of it. Right. Well, the sad thing about what you're talking about, Ken, is what doctors already knew. They already knew what viruses do is they mutate. We know that. What that means is the vaccines that were formally employed are irrelevant the next time around. This is why they're already talking about COVID-20, COVID-21. It's really a, a, a sad reality that we are facing this kind of largely political, economic, global uh, con- uh, conglomeration because this is the nature of vaccines, the uh, nature of uh, viruses as well as vaccines. Uh, and we talked about this last week. Uh, the logic is clear. If your own system is able to effectively fight off the virus to the tune of 99.8%, particularly for those of us that are under 70 years old. These are the new stats that are out. Why would I put something in my body that only has a 70% chance of effectiveness that doesn't stop me from getting the vaccine 
It doesn't, I mean, uh, the uh, virus, it doesn't stop me from transmitting the virus. Why would I do that? Why would I actually inflict my body with a test vaccine when my own immune system is adequate enough to fight off the virus? I wouldn't. Logic wouldn't let me do it. Science wouldn't let me do it. What our brother was saying earlier about legitimate science, the facts won't let me do it. So my solution is don't take the vaccines because that's going to immediately put the whole system into the kind of bottleneck that it needs to be put into so that they can go back to the drawing board and actually reevaluate the process. Right now they want to push it. So what did they do? They got Mike Pence, our vice president, to go on TV, raise, roll up his sleeve, and somebody stuck a needle in his arm. Now, what I was supposed to say to you and me is that the vaccines are safe. We're good to go. Vice President Trump, uh, uh, Pence, took the vaccine. That means it's good to go. It's safe. Let's go. That's completely unscientific. That's completely irrational. It's completely illogical. It's completely patronizing. Americans shouldn't put up with that because that's foolishness. Uh, we don't know what they put in that man's arm. Uh, and, 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 and even if he took a legitimate vaccine, it doesn't mean that it's safe. It just means he took the vaccine. This is where we have to think logically and clearly, and we still have to say, let him and everybody else in Congress first take the vaccine. All 500 of the Republicans and the senators, let the judiciary br branch take the vaccine first. Let them all line up in front of the TV cameras for the whole world to see every one of them take the vaccine first. After they take the vaccine, all of them, and we all see it, then we might consider taking the vaccine after we watch them endure the uh, consequences of vaccine one, vaccine two down the line. I'm being a little facetious, but I am talking about the necessity of logic ruling here rather than us being sheeple. You don't need the vaccine at this present time. This has to be purely about money and about the great reset that's in front of us that is designed to shape the narrative for the year 21, 22, all the way up to the year 2030 around a whole new health doctrine, the health doctrine. Begin to look it up, the health doctrine. The Pope is preaching it in his new book about Let Us Dream, a similar book to Obama's My Father's Dream. It's completely liberal gobbledygook, but it's all in the same metrics of what they are doing here in this global agenda. We need to be careful to see it for what it is. So, Ken, all I can say is, you know, I, I personally, I'm not against vaccines, by the way. Let me let you guys know. I'm not against vaccines. So the folks that want to talk about anti-vacciners or anti-vaxxers. Those of us who want legitimate science, who want a proper protocol, who want to be able to see the impact of the vaccine are not anti-vaccine. We are anti-dupe. We are anti-patronization. We are anti-offensive, uh, the kind of narrative and protocol that you want to impose upon us to have us not think. That's what we All right, we are back uh, with the Monday edition of Life Life. Sorry about all that. I, I hope it's not as weird for you guys on that side as it is for us on this side. So let's go to line number one and talk with Jermaine in Alameda. Jermaine, if you are there, let me know. Uh, yes, I'm here. 
Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, hey, not much, bro. Uh, not a litany of things I wanted to talk about, but I had my own technical difficulties earlier, so I um I just wanted to say Merry Christmas to you and your family. Appreciate very much what you do, giving us all a a forum and a format to kind of express these thoughts that you don't get to hear in, in the regular media. So just wanted to call in and, and uh, let you know we all appreciate you. Hey, I, I, I do. I, I, I know that's important. I, I'm hoping that we can continue this on into the two years to come. Something weird just happened, you know, today because, like, even your line is still a little fuzzy. Uh, other people's lines were fuzzy. I, maybe it's something in the air. I'm glad it's not just me. But, um, man, you know, I actually am uh, – I feel privileged to be able to talk about these things and then to know that there's so many people who are willing to talk about it and I appreciate people like Dreamer and uh, Kiana and others, uh, JB and, and, and Mark, all those guys for, um, for chiming in because we can't stick our head in the sand. We can't pretend that these matters don't exist. We can't act like there is not a biblical answer to these problems. There is a biblical answer to these problems, Jermaine, and we have to simply seek them out and then, you know, respond uh, as Christians would do relative to what God would have us to do with the gospel. So in that in that regard, yeah, man, if the Lord gives me strength, I'm going to continue to search these matters out, uh, anchor biblical texts to them, and uh, see if we can make our way through through this confusion in a way that gives God glory. Right, right. Now, you know, Lord willing, I'll be able to chime in next week. I made the mistake and looked up those ingredients that you had mentioned in the uh, vaccine and and uh yeah i was a little bit a little bit disturbed you know i would like some answers to some questions but uh, yeah, another day for another show. we we will do that we will have that conversation is a healthy conversation i've i've looked up and i've looked at all of the contents in all three of the different major companies and i think we need to be having that conversation i'm hoping that we'll be able to have some doctors who are also able to get on. I, I actually, we actually have members in our congregation that are microbiologists uh, and doctors as well. We Hopefully we can have that conversation to actually unpack this more specifically and in a detailed way. It's the right thing to do in a free country where we need to be informed. So thank you for the call, my dear brother. Bless you. Um, we're going to go to line number three and talk with Marlis if Marlis is there. I am. Hi. I, uh, uh, before I get into my content, I just wanted to wish you and your family uh, a beautiful Christmas and um, a happy new year. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Marlis. <clears throat> it's, it's, yeah, well, I, we want to say the same thing to you. I hope people, I hope you're clear over there because right now, you and Jermaine sounded like you guys were speaking to me from maybe uh, Vietnam or from uh, Hong Kong or China or somewhere. We're so broken up. I don't know what that's about. Maybe it's the satellite in the air. In any event, I'm hoping you'll be able to be clear enough for us to um, for us to keep talking. So what's on your mind? Okay, well, thank you for your, um, your reciprocal greetings, and I, I hope I'm clear, too. You sound a little... You sound a little like you're kind of just slightly underwater, so there must be some technical stuff going uh, on. That's you. That's yeah. No, that's both of us. You and me. We all sound like we're underwater right now, which is not cool. But we'll try to work our way through, 
and uh, end the program. Hopefully we'll have a clearer signal next week. Hope so. So what I, I want to talk about, there's so much to talk about, but I wanted to just talk about the latest uh, thing. Last night the Sound of Music came on uh, ABC, and I had seen the Sound of Music before, but I had never seen it with the perception that I had last night and it was and because of your teaching and revelation i was able to see the sound of music for its spiritual symbolism sure uh, and i'd never seen that before and what was interesting what stood out for me was that this country of austria where the nazis were starting to take over this one guy wanted um to wanted a family man of seven children he was a widower, and he had just gotten remarried to join the regime. And he, uh, they, the family was extremely musical, and they decided to have a concert, and the Nazi um, official who had commanded him to go into to the service uh, was happy to have their family join the concert because, as he put it, the music will show the whole world that nothing has changed in Austria. But, of course, everything had changed because of the Nazis. Absolutely. And what was interesting, what really cinched it for me to understand that what was really going on was the father said to his um, new wife, if I refuse to go, it will be fatal for the family, but to go would be unthinkable. So that really helped me to see his dilemma. So, you know, the bottom line is they ended up escaping to safety. Yeah. But um, I just, I, you know, I, it was just a remind. To me, it was almost like a little warning from the Lord <laughs> to, to prepare us for realities that uh, are going to be hard. But I, my my only prayer is that if that happens during my lifetime, uh, that I will not do the that I will accept uh, any torture and fatality. Also yesterday, or the day before yesterday, I was reading about the woman on the well on Wikipedia, and it said that she became so famous that she was summoned by Emperor Nero, and when she uh, declared her faith and wouldn't renounce it, she was severely tortured and thrown down very ironic satanic attack against her and that's where she died in a dry well uh, and I just say it's ironic for people who may not those who don't know that she got saved at a well when Christ came and spoke to her so this also tells me with reminder that women too uh, will suffer for their faith. Like all the apostles who were men for their tormented and tortured. But uh, women also will be sufferers for the gospel. And my, my only prayer is that we will uh, not sh shrink back. Well, that's so a good prayer. And no, that's a good prayer. Um, and uh, the the birth of the 
king of glory and the gifts that he brought to bear for our sins uh, will, will, will equip us to bear whatever we need to bear when it's time to bear it. We're a ways from that. Let me just say that. I think i got about five minutes to go at length, and uh, maybe you guys can hear me. Uh, persecution, in some sense, is here. It can happen politically. It can happen, happen economically. It can happen, uh, you know, covertly. Obviously, believers are suffering uh, in isolated context here in America. It's happening significantly in Canada. It's ramped up much more significantly in Canada because Canada is much more aggressive with its leftist policies. It's for sure it's happening in uh, different parts of the world. China is grossly uh, persecuting uh, believers massively, and this is where our media is treasonous as well because our media on the left is not actually telling the world the truth about China, but neither is our government, neither is Congress, neither is the three branches of government where the people are involved in the deep state that we talked about earlier, um, where they get a lot of money from China. China has infiltrated America almost on, on all levels of American institutions and people that are in the know. We know that. So they're suffering around the world. The suffering of believers around the world, you guys, merit. It merits our conversation being candid, being bold, and being concretely biblical. It would be another thing if no believers were suffering anywhere in the world for the gospel for us to get wrapped up in this kind of utopian Disneyland materialism that we are so used to in this BS Christianity that fundamentally hallmarks American Christianity. is full of crap, quite frankly. And when you go to telling the truth, you're going you're gonna to lose people. People are not going to be with you. They're not, people don't want to volunteer to be uh, viewed in the minority. But that's the way truth has always been. It's always been a minority issue. But while we're still free, while we can still talk, we have to talk, and we have to debate, and we have to be civil, and we can't be afraid. You can't be afraid in a free country when your constitutional rights to freedom of speech, freedom of civility, freedom to bear arms, freedom of religion is at the foundation of our, our, of our, our DNA as a country. You can't not talk. The thing they want you to do is be afraid of suffering consequences. This has been that whole experiment with the systemic racism, BLM, uh, Antifa, bluffing and, and scaring people and running people into corners, and they're afraid to speak up. It's just it's a tragic, tragic, tragic thing. All of us need freedom. Saved folk, unsaved folk, black folk, white folk, little folk, big folk. We all need freedom. We all need freedom. We all need the freedom to talk it through. And so, and so my point being is that um, we got. We just have to be able to talk these things through. People love hearing conversations that, about anything. <laughs> Quite frankly, anything. People like just hearing conversations. It is a beautiful thing to watch people talking and engaging in frivolous stuff and serious stuff. <clears throat> but we got to be free. And 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 uh, the program that you were talking about that you that you watched, Sound of Music was in a culture where the media had started shutting down free speech, as is happening here. But it's going to be a little bit of a while. It'll be two to five to ten years 
before we're looking to be square in the face, you guys. And so in the meanwhile, we can pray. Uh, we can support the preaching of the gospel. We can love on people. Um, we can love on our loved ones. We can talk to men and women about the need of Jesus Christ. That's what we can do. That's what we need to do. Uh, that's what we have to continue to do. So I want to say uh, have a Merry Christmas. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, and, and as we move towards a Happy New Year, that too. Be healthy, be happy, be holy, uh, be harmless, uh, and try to be undefiled uh, until we meet next Monday. Um, God bless you on this Monday edition of Lifeline.